logo in my pool, guess what? I just made a porno in the booth, guess what? They be taking photos when I move, guess what? I still got control, how about you, guess what? I just put my logo in my pool, guess what? I just made a porno in the booth, guess what? They be taking photos when I move, guess what? I still got control, how about you, guess what? Race against your doubt, a lot of y'all ain't running fast enough. I can spot a fake before we even finish dapping up. Clapping when they win, but when I win, they never clap it up. Parents' marriage crumble, so I told my mama pack it up. Eating till I'm fat enough. Rise again like Lazarus. They be thinking what I'm saying. Tell me how you mad at us. Ooh, this pussy's good as fuck. It's tempting not to wrap it up. Bitch, I'm about to block you because that shit's gonna have me acting up. Pass the blunt and laugh it up and celebrate it. gonna have me acting up. I just missed the best part. Hold on. That was Russ and Rick Ross, Rickety Ross. Guess what? He's going to be Rickety Ross soon. He's getting old. Just kidding. He's, I don't know how old Rick Ross is. But uh, what's up, everyone? Welcome. I just posted a episode with my friend from back home in Florida, Florida, uh, Kim Gumps. She owns a, a flower design studio, floral design studio. I kept calling it a boutique, and it's not a boutique. Um, yeah, really fucking sick-ass roses, I have to say. I mean, not roses, really sick-ass flowers. She has roses, too, but everything is just, the design is, like, incredible. So definitely go check that out. We talk about just her, like, you know, and what it is to, like, open a business and all that shit, and she's she's my age, so it's like, you know, we're not even in our 30s and we're starting shit. It's nice. I, I like to see people fucking on the come up. Like, this is the best part about it. I don't want to see you when you're you know, like, already making millions and shit. Like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see you just at your, like, your, your, your top phase or your, like, when you're, you know, cream of the crop, the top 1%. I want to see you, you know, on the come up. So that was that. Um, yeah, this is my first episode that I've recorded um, by myself in Arizona. So I'm in Arizona. Yeah, I just fucking drove from Denver to Phoenix, and I'm in a new place, and it's different, very different. It's not really that different, but it is. It's, like, super dry, just like Colorado was, but, you know, there's no, like, mountains out in the distance, but there are, I don't even know what they are. I, I don't know what, I guess they're mountains. Arizona does have mountains. I just don't, they just, obviously, they're not the Rockies, like, they're smaller. Um, it's like the desert Rockies. Um, but yeah, it's, it's spring training season over here, so there's lots of baseball fans, uh, lots of young people, even though I consider myself young, but there's lots of college kids here. Um, I live about 20 minutes away from Scottsdale. I wish I would have moved a little bit closer to Scottsdale, to be honest, because my fucking drive is 45 minutes to work, but, um, yeah, I'm living in Phoenix, and... I got a like a three bedroom house, which is cool. Two roommates, a dog. That's very hyper. It's a four month old um, miniature golden doodle, and it's very hyper. 
So, yeah, so I wanted to talk about change, and I'm kind of just going off the top here because I didn't really, like, want to sit down and write anything because I, I can't really, it's like I'm just going to talk about my experience, you know, and I've, I've done this a few times, and I've gone to, I've done, like, assignments on the west coast of Florida, and this is my fifth hospital working in, um, and it's different. It's definitely, every hospital is different for sure. And it's just, you know, I get a lot of questions about how I adapt to the change of like new places and like moving is a fucking pain. I will say that moving is a pain and having to load up everything, even though we don't really travel, like travel nurses don't travel with furniture, really. Like the majority of the time we just travel with our clothes and our belongings. And, um, it does suck like having to pack up the whole car and then unpack it and then like get situated just to be there for three months because that's how long these little stems are, um, just three months. But it's uh, it's different. I'm definitely learning how to, because you know I don't know people out here, and like I know like my roommates, and that's it. And that's kind of like the exciting part about it. I've always been a huge fan of change. Like I just love, like I wanted to work in the ER back in the day. Now I don't because it's just a fucking shit show. But back in the day, and I do sometimes do some like. I'll float down to it, but to work there every day, it's like, it takes a special person just because it's like, but I love the whole fact that it's like, you never know what's going to happen when you get to work. And that kind of is what nursing is. Like, you never know, you know, you never know what chocolates you're going to get from the chocolate box. You know, it's an assortment. You have an assortment of patients and stuff. And now I'm working inpatient again. I'm not working um, the outpatient clinic like I was. If you guys followed me on Instagram and you saw that I was just shooting paper towels into trash cans all day because it was a very slow clinic. Um, <laughs> it was busy, but it was like you don't really do much. It's definitely inpatient is way fucking different. Um, people are way more sick, uh, acutely ill. So it's a different ball game. Um, so moving, change. It is, yeah, I mean, we all like, we all listen to these, these, um, or not listen, we all go on Instagram, Facebook, wherever, you know, Twitter, uh, wherever you go, um, what are the other ones? I don't know. But, and we all see like these quotes on Pinterest and shit, um, about like all the quotes on like, you know, how change, how great change is, but like in reality, we're really not changing that much. Like, the, I remember, like, back in the day when I would post all these quotes about change, I never really changed. Like, I never, I was just posting stuff just to post it because I, I was like, yeah, like, that's a great quote because I believe that change really is good, but I wasn't really doing anything about it. I know that I was unhappy in Florida. I know that I wanted to, like, get out. I needed to, I felt stuck. I felt so stuck in Florida. And um, not in, like, I loved my relationship and I loved my friends and I loved my family, but I was just... I felt like I was there for 27 years of my life. I was like, fuck, I need to get out. Like, I need to do, I need to see the world. I need to do something different. You know, I can't go to downtown Fort Lauderdale every fucking weekend of my life. I can't go down to South Beach every other weekend. Like, I can't do all this stuff. You know, I've been to Delray. I've been to West Palm. I've done, I've done Florida, the Keys a million times. The Keys will never get old, but I need to change. I just needed something different. And, um... So I would always post these quotes like, you know, like, here we go. Like, change brings opportunity. If it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. 
Change is hardest at the beginning, messiest in the middle, and best at the end. That's a very true one, though. Uh, we cannot become what we want by remaining what we are. Stop looking for happiness in the place that you lost it. They're all true. And, you know, like, who's posted those quotes? Like, admit it to yourself. Say yes. The majority of you listening have probably posted those. Um, something about change. We all know that it's popular, the idea of change, but a lot of us are very comfy in our comfort zones. And I will be the first person to raise my hand and confess that I would slam these quotes on my story or Facebook on a daily basis, but continuously not change a damn thing in my life. I never did. Um, you know, social media, man. Like, you want to look the part, but in reality, you're not playing the part. You ain't playing the role, my friend. When you're, you know, you want to change and you want to do all this shit and you post all the quotes that you can or that you want and, you know, you're not really doing anything about it. But it's okay because these quotes don't really explain, you know, they don't explain the number one rule behind what change is. And that's like, change is not easy for a reason. So I believe I came up with this quote. I don't, I don't know if I really came up with it. I think I saw something that was kind of like, like it. And then I kind of changed it a little bit. But I believe that there's only three reasons why people change. There could be more, but it's either their bank account is frozen, their hearts have been broken, or their mind has been opened. And if you're not, you know, if you're settled in your job and like you're, you're financially stable, you got a relationship, you know, you're comfortable in your relationship, you're content and you know, your mind is just kind of on that one track. Like this is the way my life is supposed to be. You know, I go to school like your college school, blah, blah, get my career, married kids, white picket fence, all that shit. Like if you're stuck in that mindset, you know, you're not going to want to change. Like there's no, there's no, there's nothing pushing you to change. There's no like deep down, like fire in your belly to go do something different. And that's it. You know, like no amount of Instagram posts, lectures from your friends or your family, hour long sessions with your therapist, motivational YouTube videos, like nothing will prepare you for change until you are ready to make that change happen. People can tell you, you know, and I, but my, I would tell my friends and like, even when they're stuck in like these shitty relationships, I would be like, yo, like do this, do this, get out, you know, do what you know what you need to do. Everybody knows what they need to do. It's just like, you're not ready for change yet. Like you don't know what you want to do yet. And until you, I feel like it's like, it's like a light bulb clicks. Like I, for 27 years, well, it wasn't obviously, I wasn't thinking about this when I was an infant, but you know. 25 to no yeah 25 is when I started like noticing I was like all right like I'm a nurse and like this is it and now now what like I did all I needed to do I went to school I got my degree and I you know I got my license to be a nurse and now I'm working as a nurse and I could continue going up in the nursing field but something is missing like there's something like what else is there um, you know, like I go to the same coffee shop, you know, every day I go to the same gym, I do the same thing. I go to the same beach. I go to the same restaurants, like something is different. And I would try and mix it up. I would go to different places. I would Yelp, you know, Yelp is my favorite friend. Um, and I would go check out different things and different events and stuff. South Florida is filled with shit to do, 
but something was missing. And I, um, yeah, I knew I needed to get out. And I, I had, you know, my dad would always tell me, he's like, he never even really, he never knew about travel nursing, but he was always like, you know, he would just push me to like go more educational, like, you know, like master my education in nursing. And I was like, dad, like, that's not like, I get it. And I know that you want me to like do all this. So I'll make a good living and, you know, I'll always be secure and I won't have to rely on anybody. And that's great. But there's something else there. Like, I don't know what it is. And I would, I started, you know, I went through like the whole breakup and stuff. And then I started with my therapist. And this is when I, I was like kind of in the, the midst of like, I didn't know if I should leave or not. I didn't know if I should travel to Colorado and just to like pick up and fucking move. Like, that's hard, you know, like I, and no amount of Instagram quotes could have prepared me for this move. And every move that I have now, it's getting a little bit easier because I'm just used to like new places, but it's just like, you know, I've lived in like five different places, literally, legitimately five different apartments slash houses in the past seven months. And everything is different. And I've lived in many different neighborhoods and now I've lived in three different states and it's just like you you really I've never learned so much about my life. Like I've never learned so much about your even the past fucking even the past 4 months I've learned so much about who Jessica is just from having to force myself to go into this change and go into like just fucking like forcing myself to be uncomfortable. And that's such a like it's such a downplayed thing. Like we just we're so used to being so comfortable in like our little bubble and what we, you know, we're so like set and some people that's okay for people. Like you're okay. If you're, if you're set, like that's it, like be set. Like you're, you have, that's your fucking prerogative. Like do what you need to do, be set. And if you're happy that way, as long as you're 100% genuinely happy, then, then keep going. But if you feel like there's something inside of you, that's just like, I don't know. Like something needs to, I feel like I'm not like, I'm not living my life to its fucking potential. And that's what it was. Like I knew that I had so much out there that I wanted to see and experience. And like, I just, I fucking went for it. And you know, like it's, it's hard to say, but like the, I'm grateful for the breakup that I went through because it fucking pushed me to do this because I would have never left the relationship. And that's what a lot of people go through that, I think. A lot of people go through the whole, you know, they feel like they need to get out, but they don't have the heart to break up with somebody because of selfish reasons. Technically, it was selfish. Like I, not in a bad way though, but I was selfish. I needed to leave and I needed to go experience my life. And I had to like change somebody's life completely because of that. I'm just noticing right now that I, in my kitchen, I'm sitting in my kitchen right now at my dining room table, and there are pictures. The girl that used to live here or does live here that we're renting from her, she has pictures of naked women. And I have been staring at boobs this entire time. I've been staring at painted nipples for the past 15 minutes. And if I look to my left, there's big ass butts right in front of my face. Small waist, big butts. I have to post this fucking picture. This is funny. There's just nipples right in front of my face. I've literally been outlining the nipple and the boob and the crease. I was like, wow, that looks like a really nice picture. It's like a really nice body. And I just, I'm talking to you guys about change and stuff and being all like, you know, 
serious. I'm staring at nipples. She got a great jawline too. So anywho, there's no amount of like motivational shit I've been listening to and I've been reading and listening to stuff for a long time, for years. I'm talking like five years of just straight like listening to all this motivational crap. It's not crap, but in the past it was crap because it wasn't really doing anything for me. And you know, that's what I was saying about that quote is like there's no amount of anything that could get you prepared externally. There's nothing externally that can get you prepared internally for wanting to make a change until your brain is fucking ready. Like period. Like the moment your boyfriend breaks things off, the moment you notice you're fucked out of money and you can't afford your matcha lattes or questioning if you could splurge on that extra guac, like the moment you look at a picture and realize like, holy shit, that's what I look like. Or even worse, like, holy shit, I'm so unhealthy. I've been diagnosed with a disease. Like that's the moment that you change. The moment you wake up one day and you realize your life is surmounted to nothing nothing but just like the the mediocre life that you're living and it's just like that's how I felt I was like I was living a great life and I have amazing friends and family and relationships but I myself like Jessica didn't surmount to anything like I needed more I needed to experience I needed to feel pain like I feel like pain is such a fucking it's such a great teacher like you learn so much from going through hardship and like you know like I'm a fucking, I'm a, literally, I'm a white, like upper to middle class, you know, I grew up with an upper to middle class family. I'm white. I'm a girl. I don't think I'm bad looking. I don't think that I had it that hard growing up. So people can be like, you know, like you don't fucking have it hard. Like what, what are you struggling about? But that's the thing. Like I wasn't struggling. Like I didn't, I knew that I was like safe and content, but I needed something. I didn't have any like depth to me. And I was like, I knew in the back of my, like something in me was like, I need, you need more depth. Like you need to go through some shitty ass times. You need to go through living in a one bedroom apartment with, with your roommate for a couple months and struggling and like fucking doing your laundry at some like coin operated shit that like, I never had to do that. I never had to like live kind of in the ghetto area of Colorado and then I moved, but I never had to like scrape ice off my windshield being freezing in the fucking in, in six degree weather. Like I never had to do any of that. I never had to go through fucking months of just like depression and heartache because of the person that I thought I was going to marry is no longer in my life. Like I never had to go through that. I was always in relationships. I was always content and I would always ruin those relationships because I knew that I was missing something. I was always looking to see if the grass was greener on the other side. But in reality, it wasn't to see about the other people, like other guys that I could be with. It was about the fact that I like, I just, I, I knew that I needed something. Like I wanted to self-sabotage myself because I wanted to feel something like I wanted to go through some drama in my life so I could get more deep. Like they say that that's like with like artists, like, like uh tortured artists, like people who have gone through some horrible stuff, they make the best art. And like when singers write their songs and they go through like the shittiest times and breakups and heartache and death and stuff, that's when they make their best songs. Cause that's when you're coming from that, like that really deep, like soul wrenching emotion that, you know, what did that dog just fucking, Hey, Oh. I don't know what he has. Probably has a sock or something. 
right. I'm not going to go after him. Um, but yeah, like you have to go through that, like that heartache and that soul wrenching fucking like pain, like pain. Like I never really had to go through a depression. I never really had to go through like, yeah, like me and my dad did not get along. And I had some, my upbringing was not lovable. Like there was not that much love in my upbringing. I didn't have a lot of love. Like there wasn't, you know, my, I know that my family loved me. But their way of showing it, like they had childhood trauma that they went through that they didn't, they haven't taken care of. And I had to, they kind of like, they mirrored it onto me and I had to go through some shit because they didn't, you know, my parents like had hard upbringings. They really did. My mom had some pretty fucked up shit happen to her and, you know, she was a foster kid and she went through foster homes and some bad stuff happened and she never really like... You know, it was hard for her, you know, at divorces and, you know, going through boyfriends and shit. Like, I had to see all this stuff when I was growing up with my dad, too. It's just like, you know, having, I lived in kind of a negative household and it was just, you know, I didn't have like the perfect upbringing at all. But I think that that just made me into a fucking like strong ass person, just like it made my parents into them. My parents are strong willed people, they're not the most like, like open hearted, loving people. But they're fucking strong and they're like, they just, they don't deal with any bullshit. So that's like, that's what I believe kind of made like all of this. Oh, he has his toy. Okay. You could deal with that. Yeah. You chew on that. Um, that's what, that's what kind of like made me, I feel like into, into the woman that I am right now, I'm like way different than the person that I was a year ago. I'm a completely different person. I fucking cocooned myself and I sprouted, they sprout? I birthed my, no. I unwrapped, un, unrevealed, I revealed myself? I don't know, what, what do, what do butterflies do? They go into the cocoon and then they, this was a science project in like fifth grade. What do they do? They do something. The caterpillar goes into the cocoon. Yeah, so I basically, I cocooned myself. And I think that that is so fucking important for a person to do. You need to cocoon yourself. You need to, I was just having a conversation with somebody about this too, or I said that you cocooned yourself. Like you literally, you see that you need to change and you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like I had no idea what I was doing when I moved out to Colorado. I was depressed. I was crying every fucking day, talking to my therapist multiple times a week. I was journaling the shit out of like my fucking like binders after binders of just papers. I was doing anything. I was like, I was fucking flooding myself with these like self-help books and self-help videos and all this stuff and talking to like adults. Like I needed to talk to people who have gone through stuff because when you're talking to just your friends, like they're your friends, they're biased. I needed unbiased, like just straight up opinions from people that I did not know. And I was going through some fucking mental, mental shit, like mental trauma it was trauma like I literally I going through a breakup is like it's kind of like it's kind of like a death but it's not a death because and sometimes some people would think that it's worse than a death because the feeling is like you know that that person's still alive but you're not with them and they you have to like you have to realize that they're gonna go and be with other people and not love you anymore and you know sometimes death you just you have to come to terms with it because that person's no longer there and some people you know 
it's I you can't compare because some people are gonna say that like death is like way worse than a breakup of course but you know it's it's pretty equivalent in the feelings that's just like it is and my therapist said that it's like it's a real that's a heartbreak like that's a real that's a trauma you're going through a trauma when you go through a breakup with a human that you literally you know you really felt such a deep connection with them and then it's over like that's a big deal and people who get cheated on it's just it's horrible and you have to understand that you're going through <coughs> it's okay to feel bad and it's okay to cry every day like you need to it's, it's building you like it's a for guys that think that it's like that it's like they shouldn't be crying and they shouldn't be open and like they need to put up those walls and they shouldn't have their heart open to like feeling emotion fuck that like you're a boy if you do that you're a little boy you're a little scared boy if you're a man you fucking open up to that shit and you you feel those emotions and you cry like a fucking human being because you have brain chemicals too, okay? Not to get this into the scientific thing again, but that's the way it fucking is, okay? You have the same brain chemicals that women have and we're emotional for reasons. It's okay to be emotional because scientifically you have to be. <coughs> or you're just a fucking robot. <coughs> so, that is when people notice that they need to change so when you're slapped in the face with a fucking wake-up call and you have no choice but to do something about it we are so stagnant and comfy in our day-to-day -day routines and the thought of changing something is a burden and it's just a pesky errand like you don't want to do that you know like you that you have that assignment due at midnight and you've procrastinated on for the past two months like, you know, then you pop your Adderall and you get it done. Like, that is, we just, we don't want to, like, per, like, we, we take changes, like, we procrastinate on change. That's what we do. We procrastinate until we feel like it's, like, it's deep inside of us and we have to fucking do it. And then that's when we do it. Which is okay. I do the same thing. I, I am the queen of procrastination. I need to, I don't need to do something until I'm forced to do it. <laughs> Which I'm trying to change about myself. But, um... You know, and I, I, I speak about my, my past and stuff. Um, and you know, some people like who, they're probably like, who the fuck cares about your past? But I just have to, I have to talk about it because that's the way that I'm connecting with this topic. And, you know, and I've just had like these past like seven months have been an incredible lesson of like mental and spiritual education and... You know, the name of the course was fucking Change 101. Like, that was my college course in life. That was my life course. I went through it. And it's just, like, if you told me two years ago, even, like, not, not even, like, maybe a year ago. If you told me a year ago that I was going to drive myself from South Florida to Colorado and then to Arizona and get out of my, my comfort zone like leave my beach and leave my home and leave my love and leave my friends, leave my everything, like my comfort, I would have told you to fucking eat a dildo. Like that's not happening. Eat a fucking dildo because I am not moving. Like I'm not getting out of this. Like I am so, I'm, I, I have people here that I know. I'm known in this area. And then you're going to tell me that I'm moving to a place where I don't know a fucking single soul and I have to go meet people and be open and go on like dates with random people that I've never met before and know nothing about me. Fuck that. But I did. And it's fucking been, it's honestly the most amazing 
amazing, life-changing experience. It was the saddest moment in my life and the happiest at the same time. It really was. And, you know, predictability and stagnancy, like, that that's a false comfort. And I'm not saying this for everyone again. Some people love the same things like day to day. They feel in control and they have power over their life when they know 100% like what they're doing every day and what they have. And it's just like, that's perfectly okay. But for me, like the unknown, unpredictability, change, like that's, that's the heroin that I knew I wanted to fall into addiction with. Like I knew... Obviously, I don't want to really fall into addiction with heroin, but that change was my heroin. Change was that like that addiction that I knew that I wanted to like get into. I wanted to keep experiencing all these life-changing experiences and I wanted to keep dabbling into that addiction. And I think, you know, I knew and it's probably maybe because I knew like once I tried it, like the body high would take over and I wouldn't be able to quit. Like, I wouldn't be able to stop doing change. And I know that, like, I'm going to settle down one day. I know that I'm going to, like, I'm going to, I think I'm going to get married. Like, I think I'm going to get married. I know I'll probably, I think I'll have kids. But it's just, like, even when I do, even when I get back into a relationship, I want to fucking, like, I want to keep changing. Like, I want to keep doing things and experiencing things. I don't want to stay still. And I think that's just, it might just be, like, my just the way I am. But I like, I feel like I always need to be learning something new. I love, I was just talking to this random guy that he was like with a group that we were with or something. And he was a travel nurse, but he hated it. Like absolutely hated it. He said, I did it for two months and I just hate adapting to places and I hate having to like learn the whole facility and like and like I was looking at him I was like damn like it's it's people it's nurses like you that give me a job because I love that shit I love going into a new place and not knowing anything about it it's exhilarating it really is it's like it's exhilarating to not know the day-to-day like I don't know I don't know anything around me right now like I know my house and I know that there's a sprouts down the street And I know that there's a gym down the street and a coffee shop that I went to, and that's it. And I know that Colorado is northeast of me. Like, it's just, it's, that's all I know. And I love not knowing anything. It just, it feels so good. And, you know, I wanted to like, I'm, I'm like, that's my heroin. Like change is my, my heroin now. Like change and unpredictability is like, I like, I'm like, you know, like I'm tapping on my arm. I'm like, fucking give me more. And change has become my happiness. Like activity has become my happiness. Change is a running fucking white water rapid stream that continues to fill you with excitement at every turn. And, you know, if you've ever white water rafted, you know, it's not like a, you know, a stagnant puddle harvesting some fucking mosquito larvae, which Floridians know about. And, you know, people in the South. Like they know about that, like that stagnant water. Like if you got stagnant water in your backyard and you live in a humid environment, you know that you need to get that water out because there's going to be some fucking mosquitoes, you know, harvesting in there. And that's, I didn't want to stay in that like stagnant water. I wanted to get onto that white water rapid and just fucking go with it. And like, I never know if I was going to fall off the fucking boat and like get depressed or sad. Like one day would be fucking amazing. And I was up like... I did a 14,000 foot mountain climb and like I did like, 
it's just like I did all these different things and then the next day I would get depressed and I would get saddened in my feelings. And I'm just kind of like, I was just going with like the motions of life and it felt so good. It just feels good to do that. So yeah, I mean like this isn't, this isn't like a, you know, I'm not like saying for everybody, like even if you're in your life right now and you feel like good about it, I'm not saying like, I'm not trying to push you to go like move across the country and like start a new life. No. I thankfully, I'm very grateful for the job that I have that I'm able to do that. But even if you do have a job that's like where you stay in one place, like traveling, going to different fucking places, taking the, you know, if you see that you don't like yourself when you look in the mirror, like you don't like the way that you look, not for other people's purposes, but for your purpose, like who the fuck cares what other people think about you? Who the fuck cares? Nobody cares, really. Everybody cares about themselves. Let's be honest. Nobody is looking at you when you're fucking, you're you're sitting in a, I don't even know, in like a club or something and you see that like your eyelash is falling off or something. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. It, there's no, nobody gives a shit. Like nobody is looking that close. When girls like say that like their nail is broken and they're freaking out about it, I have friends that are so obsessed with their nails that it will ruin their day if they are like something happens to it. Nobody's looking at you that close. Like nobody gives a fuck. Everybody cares about themselves. You are obviously not looking at another girl. And I mean, I look at hands, so, but I don't look at women's hands. I look at like a guy's hands, but it's just like, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody cares about like, you know, you have a fucking like a, a fucking ketchup stain on your shirt. Like you're a human. Where was I going with this? I don't even know where I was going change and okay yeah I was going I got into like a little like tangent about like not caring about what people say but if you look at yourself in the mirror and you see like yo I don't like the way that I look I know that I'm unhealthy and then you see yourself in pictures and stuff fucking do something about it you know that the only reason why you're not changing is because you're going to be fucking uncomfortable you're going to be really uncomfortable eating like that like gross tasting healthy stuff which it's not that gross um, and you're going to be unhealthy. I mean, you're going to be uncomfortable going to the gym and like lifting weights or doing something that you usually don't do. And you know why it's going to be uncomfortable? Because it's good for you. Like that cliche quote that like, what is it called? Something about like, you know, like change is pain or pain is change or whatever. I don't know. But it's like, it's changing you. Like that's what it is. Like change is a pain because it's changing you. That's just what it is. You have to go through that shit. And people are, I was shit terrified of change. Like I was shit terrified of like going to a new place and not knowing anybody. I don't, I had my friends. I never even really went up to a lot of new people when I was in Florida. And now I feel just so like confident in myself that I could just go up to whoever. And I could talk to whoever. And I never would have had that because now I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm cultured in a sense, but like, I've never really been to that many places outside of the U S but I'm cultured in a sense where like, I know what it's like to live in different places now. And I could kind of like relate to different people. And you start to notice that everybody is the same. Like everybody feels the same as you. Everybody's afraid to do things. Everybody, nobody is perfect. Nobody, even like the people that I look up to, I, you know, Aubrey Marcus and like even fucking Tony Robbins, like people, you know, Tom Bilyeu, I'm, I love that guy, Impact Theory, but even he goes through shit. 
everybody goes through their own types of shit and they all are, everybody's going through their own battles and their own journeys. And you have to understand that like, nobody really gives a shit about you. <laughs> like nobody really cares what you're doing. As long as it's, you know, if they care about you, as long as you're not like doing, you know, harmful drugs, wink, wink, harmful. As long as you're not doing like harmful drugs or you're not killing yourself or drinking yourself into an oblivion or, you know, failing at your job or fucking up your life, nobody cares. As long as you're happy. Like, nobody, you know, if nobody you, just nobody cares, cares about, you know, what you're doing or if you're making a change, like as long as you're doing something that makes you happy. You know what I mean? I had to just change this microphone a little bit. Um, but yeah, so this is, I forgot where I was going with that, but this is kind of like, you know, this podcast is going out to like the people who are just like too petrified of like life alteration. So, you know, like for the person who feels like that deep rooted gut instinct that a life alteration is needed, but it is too petrified of the possible outcome. Like you're too scared to do something because you're afraid that maybe it just won't work. Or the person that's like decided that their life, you know, it is what it is. And it probably won't develop into anything more and you just got to smile through it and make the most of it. No, like don't fucking do that. Don't think that way. That's not a way to think. You need to, if you feel like you have the wanting and like the the angst in your belly and like the fire in your belly that just like you want to do something and change just do it like, you know, to the person who is, you know, heartbroken or stagnant and doesn't know how to make that next step into changing their scenery or, you know, removing themselves from that place that left them feeling like blah. Like if you're in a place that like Florida, I felt blah. Like I just didn't feel, I didn't feel good. Like I didn't feel, I felt like, you know, I loved like my family and my friends and everything. And I thought that I had a good life, but I didn't feel like, I didn't feel right. Like, I didn't feel like I belong. Well, I don't know. I just needed something different. You know, I had something inside of me that I was like, you know, I'm supposed to be doing something different right now. Like something is not right. And a lot of people do that. Like they'll feel the need to change something to like just to, to do something different in life. And they won't do it because they're afraid to start over. Like they're, you know, the excuses that you give yourself, like I can't start over I can't leave. We share a phone bill. Like I, I can't move. I have my coffee shop down the street. My yoga studio is walking distance from here. Like I've worked with that company for so long. I feel bad quitting. Like I'll give it a few months and then we'll see like, no, like that is your, your ego speaking out of fear. Fear feeds the fucking ego. Your ego is that little voice in your head. That's like, you know, don't do that. Don't, don't end this relationship. You're too, like, I'm addicted to this person. Like you love them so much, you know, you're not going to be able to live without them. Like I know, like, and you really feel it inside. Like, yo, I need to like leave. I need to do something different. I need to leave this job. I need to, I need to start working out. I need to like change my body. Like the, the ego is there. It like evolution brought us the ego. So it, it kept us, it keeps us at an equilibrium. It keeps us safe. The ego is there not for anything to like, you know, you're not growing, but you're also not shrinking. Like you're just there. And the ego keeps you at, you know, just like, it's like a flat, 
flat lake. <laughs> like you're not on that whitewater rapid. You're on a flat lake where everything is just like, you don't want to change anything. You don't want to ripple the water. You don't want to ripple the water of your life. That's your ego speaking. Your ego wants to keep you safe and it doesn't want to change because it just, it, it wants to stay comfy and safe and keep you unevolving. If that's a word, unevolving, un, not evolving. And you know, that's just where like the difference between fear or change and fear, like change feeds your soul. Change feeds that, like that deep down, like I, I had it in me that I knew that I needed to start a podcast and I knew that I needed to like move like all this stuff, all the different like changes that I went through. I feel like I'm finding my fucking purpose through it. Change feeds your soul and it starves your ego. And I don't even know if that's a quote, but it sounds like one. I'm sure I've heard it before or whatever. But, you know, that like cliche one about like the uncomfortable will make you grow or some shit. Like it's fucking true. Like change wakes you the fuck up so you can start moving forward and becoming the human that you were meant to be. You know, and some people like, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be 30 in a year and a half. Like I'm going to be 30. And usually that's like a, that's a big thing for people like guys, you know, like people think that you should be married by now and have kids. Like I don't, you know, I should like, I should have a, a like a house that I bought. And a lot of these things, like I, I'm sure I would love to have, but like, I'm okay with not having it. Like I'm, cause I know that this is my fucking journey. Everybody's on their journey. Like I said, like everybody, any people that like you look up to, like everybody is going through their own shit and everybody's going through their own life. And no matter how perfect somebody's life looks, it's not. so like I said it says that and we're not like we're not in like it's just like we're not in the 1920s anymore like marriage doesn't need to happen at 25 you know women don't need to be fucking no that's not it what did I just write women don't I had I wrote down women don't need fucking children that I wrote women don't need to be fucking children women don't need fucking children at 30 like it's not it's not the cutoff ladies like it's scientifically proven just take care of your damn body like we're all dying we're all just take care of yourself all of us and like it's just you know like life is like a morbid like ticking time bomb like and what are we doing like we're sitting in front of the mantle looking at the fucking clock, like rubbernecking the shit out of that clock. And we're just waiting for time to run out instead of doing some shit that makes us feel like alive and curious and fills us with fucking wonderment. Like, it's just like, we're, we're just sitting and like waiting for something. And a lot of us are just sitting and waiting. And you know, when the time runs out, like that's the fucking, that's when everything sucks. Like, that's just like, it's like when time runs out and you have to look back and be like, damn, I didn't make the, I didn't make the, the change that I needed to, or I didn't take care of myself, you know, like when you get diagnosed with some shit and like you're, you're dying because you weren't taking care of yourself. And then you have to look back and be like, damn, I wish I would have taken care of myself. Like, like time is ticking guys. But then again, like you can't, you can't just only stare at that clock and be like, you know, like I, you know, I need to like, I have like this time limit to like get this done and to have this kid and to get married to this person and blah, blah, blah. It just doesn't work that way. We all did it. Like I, I felt like I needed to, you know, I went to school and, you know, I got like 
that I went to school and I did that timeline, blah, blah, blah. And then I got my degree and I was in a relationship where I thought I was going to like go into marriage. And then I realized I was like, yo, like something is stopping me from this. Like something does not feel right. So life is just, it is, it's a morbid ticking time bomb. It's a fun, morbid ticking time bomb. You could have fun with it. Just because it's morbid doesn't mean it's not fun. But all in all, the shit that makes us feel happy, like, that's what that's what we should be living for. Because that's like, isn't that what it's all about? Like, we live for happiness. We chase it with our friends and our jobs and our clothes, money, cars, purses, like, nails, Instagram likes, right? Like, all that dopamine rush that put that big-ass smile on your face. You know, it doesn't release those little happy chemicals and put that big smile on your face. Like, not taking the chance that your gut is telling you to take like not making the move or quitting the job or ending the relationship or starting the project that you've been that's been sitting in the back of your fucking head for so long whispering like just do it just do it like I promise you with everything that I have in me that whisper will eventually become a fucking annoying Lloyd Christmas scream. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, Lloyd Christmas, fucking Dumb and Dumber, where they're sitting in the pup mobile <laughs> and they're like, he's like, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? And he starts doing that. Like that noise is what it's going to be when you don't feed into your fucking soul and be like, you don't listen to it. Like the change, like the universe is fucking telling you like, do something, do something, do something. Or if you don't feel right, you don't feel like, you just don't feel good where you are. Like you're happy, but you're not happy. And there's, that's that difference. Like there's a difference between that genuine happiness and there's a difference between just being content and being comfortable and being nice and warm in your, in your little, your little, your little, uh, sack that you're, you know, like we're born inside of like the little sack and then we, when we come out, like the water breaks and then we come out of that sack and then we're super uncomfortable. Like that's how babies are born. We're inside of our sack when we're, our, our ego keeps us inside of that little sack. But then when something pops that little sack and like a breakup or, you know, something happens financially or you like look at, you know, you look at that picture and you're looking at yourself and you're like, fuck, I don't like the way I look or anything like that. That sack is broken and then you come out and then you're like, fuck, this is where change needs to happen. And the baby is born. And then it starts growing and growing because it had to go through change. And that's the way it is. And the universe will keep yelling at you and fucking being annoying until you actually do that. So you also need to understand that you can also always go back. Okay, so I'm telling you, I keep like, I'm preaching change and stuff like that. And some people are like, you know, well, what if I do something and then I don't end up don't like, I don't like it. Like I move somewhere and I just, I don't want to be there. Like I'm, I'm living in Arizona right now. Like I don't want to live here forever, but I'm experiencing something. And that's what you need to understand that you could always go back. Like if things don't work out, you know, family, friends, if they're real, like if they're real friends, your yoga studio, like it will all be there if it's meant to be there in the end for you. If it's meant for you, it will be there in the end. That's another way the fucking quote works. If it's meant for you, it can't leave you. Something like that. But if something is meant for you, it's going to happen. And it's not, you, you can't, if a person is meant for you, if a job is meant for you, 
if something's meant, it's not going to go away. But you have to understand that, like, you have to keep chasing it. You have to keep, like, chasing your 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 soul like you got to chase like your fucking purpose like if you feel like you need to do something don't sit back and wait for something to happen and I feel like a I feel like I'm preaching to like you know fucking like like I'm like a Tony Robbins or something like the people just like you know change do this like dude but that's not true like and that's not what he says either it's like you know we're not just preaching like just go you know take the leap and do do this and no matter the outcome you know you know reach for the the sky no reach for the what is it reach for the sun no reach for the moon and if you don't land you'll fall on the stars type thing like I understand that that's all cliche shit but it's really true but yeah you have to understand that like sometimes things don't go the way you need them to go but you could always fall back but you know why not just like take the chance that you've been contemplating but so unsure about like if you're you know, in the end, like when you're sitting on your deathbed, like I've said before, like that's my biggest fear, like looking back at all of life's beautiful memories and moments. I know for one that I will never say that I wish I would have done something. Because like that right there is the most fucking depressing idea to think about. Like that's my personal worst fear. Like fuck the spiders, fuck snakes, fuck all that. Like they're just, they're, they're animals and we should be nice to them. And I'm not saying fuck them like that, but I'm just saying like you shouldn't be afraid of that. You should be afraid of your own mind. Your mind is the fucking, that could be your enemy. And, you know, it's just like you want to fill, I've said it before, I think it was in like my, the magical mushrooms episode where I was talking about like, like filling your book. Like, I feel like we all have our own book. Like our brain is our hard drive. Our brain is like, it, it's a memory card and it's like, it's a recording device. And we have all these memories and everything that happens to us and all the change and all that stuff, like it happens and then it's filling our memory card. It's filling our, our book. And I think of it as a book. And like, if you're staying inside your bubble and you're not like, you're not growing and you're not doing anything, like you're, what are you filling your book with? Like if you're going to the same place every day, if you're in a relationship that's kind of stagnant and you don't feel like, you don't feel like excited about it. Or if you're, if you're in a job that you're, you're not like passionate about, or even if you're, you know, you could be doing a job, but if you're doing something, if you're not doing something on the side, that's making, that's keeping your passion alive. Like if you're, if you're into cooking. If you're really excited, if you're really excited to talk about something, that's when you know that you're passionate about it. And that's when like, I feel like that's when you fill up your book. Like when you're passionate about something and then like you're, you learn about it and like you're filling up stuff that you're really excited about. And like every single like new experience that you have and like every new place that you go to and every new food that you taste, like I'll fucking taste anything once. I might not like it the second time. Like I might not like it enough to eat it the second time, but I will always try something at least once because I want to fill my fucking book up like I want all of these experiences to be written in my book and then by the end of life when I'm sitting on my deathbed I want my book to be filled and I want to be like yo I don't regret not doing anything because it's just like I know that I lived a life full of fucking like adventure and experiences and lessons and I all the I had all of like the climaxes and then the fucking the down parts, whatever that's called, like the, the sad parts and then the depressed parts and then the happy parts and the exciting and the funny, all of that stuff. And, you know, it is, 
it's just like we're afraid to do a lot of the things, but it's not. We have to understand that we're just holding ourselves back from living a fucking awesome life and filling our book up. And like I was saying, like if you're excited about like, like fuck, like I said, like cooking, or if you're excited about pottery, or weaving, or you know painting, or if you're really into fishing, or stripping dancing if you're passionate about it that's what you should be doing even if it's just a side thing but you that is the way that we fill up our hearts like that is the way we fill up our fucking soul you know if you want to fucking make that pottery make that bowl spin it and then put it in the urn and then cook it and shellac it or whatever you do if you want to fucking cook that meal and videotape it and you know like be you know that's the that's your message that you want to put out there because you're you're just excited to do it all the time and it just feeds you and it makes you like I could it's like it's like with this podcast like I could sit here and just keep doing it and talking and talking like I knew that before I was doing this, like I would sit down and talk with people about like something that I'm passionate about and I could just keep going and going and going. But then I was like, yo, I need to do something about this. Like, I think I, I need to start a fucking podcast. Like I need to, I've been thinking about it for so long. I need to just fucking do it. And I did it. And it just, it, it makes you like excited. It like wakes you up in the morning and that's what like change does. It just, it helps you find that thing that you're just most excited about in life. You know, if you're fucking, if you love doing that dance on that guy's lap and filling your fucking thong up with, with ones or twenties, if you're really good at it and you're in some balling ass strip club, like if you fucking love doing that and you love talking about it or you love just like, you want to teach other girls how to do that, like do it. Anything that you're excited about, but you'll never know if you're excited about something if you don't change. If you don't experience stuff, if you don't, if you don't go through all of the, like the ups and downs of life to see like, yo, I really actually love doing this. Like people come up from like the trenches and then those are usually the most successful, like happy people because they've been down and they've been through change and like the scary parts of life. And like they had to go through like different things to survive and not saying that I'm, I had to survive, but like just going through like, you know, like, I don't know where I am right now. Like I, I'm in fucking, I'm in Phoenix and Scottsdale and I, I don't know anybody. I know what's down the street and all that stuff. And like, I, I, it's just like, I, did I already say that? I feel like I already said that. This, this podcast stopped in the middle and I had to like re-record a couple minutes of stuff. Did I already say that? I don't know. Fucking, I'm so mad at my computer right now, but I had to like move into a different room and everything, but whatever there it is that is you know you could take all this as like solid advice or just a bunch of fucking random thoughts that you could find on a bar bathroom wall like you know a lot of girls we write very positive things on these bathroom walls um usually it's like you know like you're you know you matter and even though that's a very nice thing that they could put but you know like you know like live live life and love it or something like that or you know call for a good time you know, all those just happy stuff. That is, you know, when we're feeling drunk and full of wisdom, that's usually when I have some of the best talks, you know, when you're actually, no, I definitely have better talks when I'm sober. Like when I do, <laughs> not that I drink that much, but when I'm, you know, 
when I'm sober and like my head is just clear, I fucking like I can keep talking about stuff on and on. I'm sober right now. I'm just high on life. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so just follow your fucking gut. Just do it. Just follow your gut. You know what is meant for you and what feels good and what makes you feel good. Just just follow that. It's it's so worth it. And it's just like don't be afraid of change. Just don't be afraid of it. There's nothing to be afraid of. You, like I said, nobody's going to judge you for wanting to like better your life or do something different. They're going to, they might think that like you're stupid for doing something, but then that's when you fucking like, some people probably thought like, why are you starting a podcast? There's millions of podcasts out there. Well, I just fucking wanted to do it. I don't care who's listening. I'm just, I'm happy that you're listening. If you're listening to this, I don't know who you are, but I'm really fucking excited that you're listening to it and I hope you like it and I hope that it goes somewhere one day. But just take the fucking plunge. Do something. If you want to move somewhere, don't be afraid that you're not going to know anybody in that area. That's the fucking part of life that's exciting. So, yeah. I don't know. This podcast, like, cut off in the middle. So, I don't know. I was, like, talking to a speaker for fucking, like, 20 minutes and not even, like, I was so mad. I literally, this just, you won't even know it because I'm going to, like, combine these two audios. But you could probably hear the difference. Oh, I was really upset about that, but now I'm happy. I'm going to go enjoy my weekend. I'm going to go do something active and then probably just go hang out with the roommate, go explore Scottsdale and Phoenix. And yeah, that's it. So I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope you enjoy. Um, yeah, have a beautiful day. Beautiful weekend. Don't, I don't know if I'm going to post this today or tomorrow, which is Sunday. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, but don't, you know, enjoy your weekend, but don't live for it. Live for every day, you know. It's going to be Monday, and I fucking love Mondays. Monday's my favorite day of the week, I have to say. It's the day that's just a fucking fresh new start, and anything that's happened the week before, you don't even have to think about it. You could just start new, and it's just like, fucking just be excited about Mondays. Bring the excitement back to Mondays. I should start that as like a campaign. All right. No Sunday scaries. Make it Monday. Monday. I'm not even going to try and rhyme something. Monday. Marys. Monday Marys. Forget the Sunday scaries. Think about Monday Marys. Oh, I love that. I just thought of that. All right. Everybody have a great day. Love ya, be positive, and I'm out.